0: Player And welcome to Versus Player, the podcast about games, life and everything in between. I'm Jono. I'm Joe. I'm Jace. Yay, we all remembered our names this week. Fantastic. <laughs> Who
1: was that so last week? This Kevin week, or something. Wait, wait. Goodness, Kevin. We are good I, I, Kevin. Had, I had a different name last week. You did have a different name you last week, Kevin. that's right. That's
0: right. Well, I thought this week we're going to do something a little different.
1: Well, no, not at
0: all. We're going to Ooh. talk about what we played this week and then we might talk about... It's um, no
1: longer a game, a podcast about video games. It's no, a cooking I, cooking podcast.
0: Well, speaking of no, not at all. But oh, um, what we're going <laughs> to... I'm sure we've all got great recipes. But that being said and done, let's talk about... Um, <laughs> Jay's gunned up, no recipes here. Um, let's talk about what we've been playing and then maybe talk about... There's been a lot of talk in the media about all the different... Um, consoles coming up and you know next gen stuff so let's have a chat about that sound good i like Sounds it. good uh so who wants to talk about what they've been playing
1: i'll come in eventually but you know i'll let you guys go first cool you, uh i've been playing wasteland 3. wasteland 3 came out on game pass for pc and for xbox i've played it on both um it's is basically what the original Fallout was. Fallout One, Fallout Two, um, and Wasteland kind of built off that and turned into its own thing. I, I would say that Wasteland is the Saints Row equivalent to, say, GTA. Um, <laughs> wait, 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 Saints Row, Saints Row
2: now or original Saints Row? Because Saints Row now is very different to original Saints Row. Saints, as well. Saints
1: Row is like followed the same format as like the Fast and Furious franchise, where it started out <laughs> yes, as something mostly. fairly serious and now you're superheroes punching aliens in places. Um, that
2: is a it's... perfect comparison. I
1: love it. <laughs> that is a very good comparison. Um, uh, yeah, so um, Wasteland 3 is is a fairly sort of wacky game. It knows exactly what it is. Uh, you know, it, when it comes down to things like the skills that you have, it's not strength, agility, and dexterity, and all that sort of stuff. Um, they've got their own unique names that aren't PG rated, um, but you know exactly what they are. Um, you know, and it's... Um, it, it, it's kind of a cross between your original Fallout and games like XCOM or Gears of War Tactics. So you can nice. have a bit of a free roam within um, a fairly linear environment. Uh, and, and from there, basically, you'll enter battle and I'll enter this sort of turn-based scenario. But it's got a lot of uh, quality of life features. Combat is very quick. Um, yep. When your characters are downed or anything like that, they're fairly easy to recover as long as you can reach them. Um, even when it comes down to things like looting, if you loot one body in an area of many bodies, and there are many, many dead bodies in this game, um, <laughs> you collect everything. You just, you just press this button. It's a nice quality of life feature where you get all of the loot. Cause uh, uh, you, that's good. in games like that, you're very rarely going to say no to loot. Um, yeah. you, you don't really find yourself becoming sort of over encumbered with too many, uh, too many items. You know, it, it lets you, it lets you hold on to them. Um, and even stuff like, you know, you go into town, there's a button that says sell junk. Um, I feel as though it's probably borrowed a little bit from games like Borderlands as well. Um, but you run a team of two mercenaries, um, which I think is pretty cool. There are two main characters. They're pretty sort of generic. Like they don't really have a personality. Hmm. It's a personality that you've put in them. Uh, my, I've got two, I've got Jen, I've got Jace. I usually do that when I have an opportunity to, <laughs> nice. to make my wife in a game. And I usually make her, <laughs> um, some sort of badass. So, um, she's the team leader. Um, and the cool thing is, you can do things like you can um, change the height of the characters. And I always like it in games when you can change height, where you can make people, especially cartoony sort of games, where we can make people look drastically different from one another. It's it's kind of comical, nice. but it gives them a bit of personality as well. Um, nice. And um, and yeah, like my my character has the ability to be able to talk to animals, which I which I always like. Um, and uh, what, what and, kind of animals
2: are there in the wasteland, Jase?
1: So, um, it, are there it's all, all the like animals? Animals. No, so it's all the animals you come to expect. So there's an interesting skill. Um, it's borrowed definitely from Fallout. Uh, I think I think they call them perks in this as well. Um, but there are different skills that sort of are the basis of what your character is all about. And my character has something called um, goat killer, I think. It's either goat killer or goat <laughs> hater. And it says, and, and it's something along the lines of like little blurb is like, um, you know, you looked into their red beady eyes um, as it stood over the body of your mother and you knew, you knew there was something wrong with the goats. <laughs> Um, you hate Thanks. goats or something right and, oh, right and yeah yeah and so um, and so there are definitely goats in the game um, I met a, a two-headed goat named Billy Jean um, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and and there is a there's a place that you can visit uh, for, for adult leisure um, and one of the rooms um, has a goat in it um, oh no! Stuff, no, goes down. no,
2: thank you. Um, so,
1: so the dynamic changes a little bit in that room when you when you've got the goat killer perk. It it changes the uh, little. It's a little less romantic. But um, look, it, it's, <laughs> it's 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 a it's a great game. It's it knows it's got a very sort of silly, tongue in cheek sense of humour. A little bit of Mad Max going on there too. Um, you know the world is completely gone, and and everyone's just doing what they can to survive. A lot of shades of grey in this game. Um, but but in terms of the combat, it's really fulfilling. You can create as many characters as you want and you can you can get out there and and kill some people um the other game (laughs) i've been playing is also let you kill people but in a different way so crusader kings 3 came out um crusader kings 2 was a very popular game but it was one of those games that people would often talk about rather than play a little bit like games like eve online um actually before you go on it it did come out but it kind of didn't come out well that's exactly right yeah yeah, so, so 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 for those of you that want to play it in Australia for whatever reason, and I think I know why, um it got it got barred in Australia, um it hasn't it hasn't passed the E R S B or whatever it is ratings. Um I'm sure it will, but for those of you that have Game Pass, um while it won't appear on the Australian Game Pass store, if you type in Crusader Kings into the search section, you'll find the expansion, which is still sitting there. And if you click on that expansion, it will lead to the original Crusader Kings game as it was listed and it will let you install it and play it. So, for those of you in yep. Australia who want to play it for free or for a dollar or for whatever you're currently paying, that's the way to do it.
2: Um, that's a that's a versus player gem right there, Jason. Put <laughs> that on your box, mate. Internet. There you go. I'd um, like to say no. that was us, but I've read it a few times online. So. Oh, I never heard it uh, It was yeah. the first time I heard it. was on versus players, so well
1: done. That's right. I, well, I did figure it out for myself. So, I, I, if, if other people are reporting it, good on you, but you probably stole it from me. Um, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, look, for, for those of you that don't know, Crusader Kings 2... Um, and I am talking about two here, was um, a massive game and it was incredibly daunting. There wasn't much of a tutorial as there very rarely is with games made by Paradox. Uh, Crusader Kings 3 tries to rectify that by giving you a decent tutorial and Paradox have gone as far as um, uh, paying YouTubers, essentially. Uh, I think they would say that they're sponsored by, but paying YouTubers to create clips to educate people on how to play this game. Um, and it's worked. Um, I, I've, I've watched a fair bit of it since, since yesterday to try and understand it. I've just started it up, um, but essentially it's a, it's a king or queen simulator where you get to do all the things that you would do uh, if you had that kind of power. Uh, you can take over the world if you want to. Um, what I've been after for a very long time is um, the ability to play as Littlefinger from Game of Thrones, and you can absolutely <laughs> play as Littlefinger from Game of Thrones in this. I don't want to take people out by going to war, I want to take them out from the shadows. They don't know it's me. Putting putting things like spiders in their beds, and that is one of the things you can do. You can put spiders in beds to kill people, um, and that's pretty. Cool. Evil. That,
2: that, that does not sound like something that you would do, Chase, because that would be like your nightmare. That's like if spiders
1: were in my awful. own bed, definitely not. Yes, but I will play. I, mean. I, I will employ several people who would deny to play but, spiders in but, somebody's bed.
2: As yeah, say, as long as, as you do weren't doing it. Yeah, I'm not touching those no spiders, to you mate. Yeah. Hey, that's you're asking for it you're just plausible, not asking for plausible it. deniability i'm not, nah, not <laughs> so this is like this game is an investment of your time right this is not something you're going to just play for a weekend this is like i, I, tens I feel as though hundreds you gotta, of
1: hours I, I i i put it in the thousands category joe um it's wow. it's it's a big game uh just as crusader kings 2 was but at least yeah. this time they hold your hand a little bit more and, and you get to do some uh Get to do some of that cool stuff you read about. Um, you, you start to sort of understand it a bit better. Um, so I, I definitely recommend people give it a go, but it is a massive investment
2: of your time. That's
1: what I've been playing. There's, there's so That's many cool. games like that.
2: I, I actually didn't play much of it because I could see how much of an investment of time it was. But I played Grounded, so I had a go of that. Um, was it, yeah. a, um, It's on Game Pass. It's on Xbox PC as well. I played it on PC. A very pretty game, like the honey I shrunk the kids. I know Jace, you've spoken about it on the podcast before. And I just got to a certain point and I probably played it for about an hour and I could just see, wow, this is this is not a game that I can just dabble in. This is another one of those foraging, you know, I'm always looking at the ground trying to pick up things and yep. I don't know. I'm not that's not my interest in games at the moment. So I will I will, quickly, I will it off.
1: quickly say Joe, you can finish the game in an hour. What? Yeah, you can finish the whole game in an hour. It is still only a, a beta, um, so you can get to the end of there it in about 45 minutes. And then it says, oh, it wow. explains to you they're still working on it, here's some things you could do, here's some daily quests. But, but the actual but, story ends in about 45 minutes.
2: It was funny. For me, the turnoff was when I went into that first room, um, with this little biome do- dome thing, yep. and I could scan things off the ground. But I scanned three, and then I had to wait uh, like eight minutes or something to be able to scan something else. And I was just like, why? Why can't I just go and scan everything I have in my inventory uh, there, right there now are, if I choose to do that?
1: There are multiple biomes as well um, that are around that you okay. can do, but you don't really need to scan a lot of stuff. To like, If you scan those three things, it's enough to build a base, which will keep you busy for 30 minutes or 40 minutes before you need to scan again. Mm. I don't know why and they've you know done what? it, but yeah. yeah.
2: To, to be totally fair, this is not a ga- that game's problem. It's my problem with how I'm approaching games nowadays. Like, it, I, I just... I play something where I'm like I've got to there's, you know i got to pick up things off the ground, or I can go and check, check every like like The Last of Us Part Two, like opening every single drawer in that game. I was okay with that because I kind of fit the game and, and what I felt in terms of that character would have to do in that very yeah. bleak world. You, you need whatever you can get your hands on, but I just I don't know. I'm not into those sorts of Pick up everything, things anymore, um, but yeah, like, look, I can, I get the appeal, and I saw that there was a bit of a um, building, like not a bit, a building mechanic to it, and everything, which surprised me. Um, but yeah, it looks, look, you know, very pretty game. It is. I'll say that much. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I have played. I played a couple of other things. If you, don't, if I'm going to just quickly jump in um, yeah, sure. or continue, sorry. Um, I had my friend Ben over, not podcast Ben, but my other friend Ben. Um, tall like Jace Ben. And uh, <laughs> I put on, um, I knew, I, I was like, I, I, he's not really a huge gamer. He's plays like the Madden games. He plays games with his kids, um, Plays some of the Star Wars games. But I had flight simulator on in the PC and yeah. we took off from Sydney airport and he loved it. We went to his place, we went to his parents' place, we went to places he's been on holidays in Australia he landed in the backyard of his parents house it was unbelievable he did it about four times and like ended up you know a few houses over upside down a couple of times but then yeah and then the fourth time he was like boom right there and it was he was you know it was really cool to see somebody get so much so much excitement out of it um you know who's not really normally into that sort of thing although he did say he played flight simulator you know when we were young back in the day but I'm like he's as he's playing it like he was clicking on all the little buttons inside the plane and he's figuring out oh this is how you actually fly it better because as I was trying to show him (laughs) to play the game I just couldn't slow down I'm just like zooming past everything and I've done a lot of you know visits to places I've been to Um, yeah I went to a couple more places this week went over to Paris and things like that um, and a couple more tropical islands and I've just been loving that but um, it was really cool to watch someone else play it. And he, and he probably played it for about an hour or so when he was here. And, yeah, it was, it was, you know, an eye-opener for me. But, geez, it's a pretty game and a very, very technically impressive game.
0: Yeah, that's really
2: cool. That's very cool. Yeah. Um, I, I know I've been playing a lot of
0: um, games with gold and Game Pass titles recently, just going through all the stuff that I downloaded and never touched. So I finally jumped into Final Fantasy VII, which the combat looks a little different. The animation's a little different. I know Jace is going, really? You jumped into it? I'm surprised.
2: I mean, you you were playing
1: it on like, what were you playing on? Like Vita or something like that? PSP. And then you like gave up on it, understandably (laughs) so. You were going
2: to do it. Yeah, you were doing so well, Jono.
0: Yeah, I was doing so well and then I got bored. And uh, I think it's happened again here.
2: This one's got the fast forward mechanics and things though, right?
1: I don't know. I have got that de- it, it. it definitely does. It's, it's straight in the, okay. in the yeah. menu. So you can you can even skip battles in the game. I don't know what else you'd do. Oh, well. I guess you just play it for its amazing story. But yeah.
2: You could probably yeah. get to where you were before pretty quickly. Yeah, probably. Okay, it, get Do it.
0: We'll see how I go. Um, I played Battletoads. And you know what? After all, you guys oh. said it was better than Streets of Rage 4. <laughs> you know, it wasn't bad. We were right. I Is th- that
2: what the- Sorry, you were coughing. I didn't hear what you were saying. We were right.
0: Yeah. yeah no. No, It not is at all. so
2: much better. I played a lot more of it too. I love it. It's a great game. Lots of fun with I, the kids.
0: I was the complete opposite. Like, I, I, I thought it was clever for the story, like the whole, they've been trapped in this simulator for the last, what is it, 25 years, and yeah. now that they have to do menial jobs. Um, and I got up to the bit where they're, they're on rented hover bikes going somewhere. Yeah. It was too long. It was too long, but it was also... Yeah, I really love the rhythm of Streets of Rage 4, and I don't think anything's going to change that because it, the the battle seems to flow really nicely and the story works really well with that. I think it does one thing really well. While I thought Battletoads was jumping all over the place and while I enjoyed it from a like an 80s homage, um, yeah, when it comes to side-scrolling beat-em-ups,
2: you can't beat Streets to Rage 4.
0: Um, yeah. That's my
2: opinion. So We know. will agree. Yeah. I I, I think, yeah. like I was saying, I think for me, the big appeal has been playing with my kids. Like the fact that, yeah. you know, my six-year-old can play this really well and my four-year-old can actually, you know, do what she needs to do. She can't go back and forth in the screen. That's too complicated where you've got to press three yeah. buttons at once or up and into two other buttons. But, um. everything else she she feels like she's contributing and yeah i think Ah, it's it's fun like that but um yeah and i like the there's a rock mini game in it later on which is we had a lot of fun with that
0: well i'll give it another go but it's it's definitely not going to knock streets of rage off my titles um i tried override mech city brawl not knowing what i was getting get, get into i mean it's very pacific rim with uh a bit of rampage thrown in um I don't think it's going to hold my attention. We'll see how that goes. I also tried uh, Pac Man Championship Edition 2, which, you know, is going to be fun when I'm in the mood. But the other big one I tried is after years of having it installed on my console and not touching it, I finally played Massive Chalice and it's fun but oh, bloody hard.
2: One. Yeah. Yeah. it's so worth hard. playing all the way through. It's a great
0: game. Very XCOM. Well, I think my play is about to end because. Um, I don't seem to have any heroes that are available to do any fights and when I go into a fight I've got like one or two if they've finally reached maturity because the the whole mechanic of this being, you know, years of the passing between battles essentially Um, yeah, I don't think I've set myself up very well and I think we're all going to die. So (laughs) there might be another play. Oh, and finally this is the big one that's taken up most of my time outside of Call of Duty. That would be Slay the Spire. You got there there in the end.
1: I am so hooked. It's great. Friends don't Especially... let friends do Slay the spy, man. No, sorry, John. I don't, don't do it, man. It's an it's
2: a amazing game. It's not worth it, man. It's the worst, worst it, man. game you've ever played. Yeah, <laughs> I loving I, it. I, I went through all the. Yeah, I was. I, I remember when I was where you, where you are right now, John. Where I thought this was the greatest game of all time, and I must I say I, I've been speaking. I've, I've been playing <laughs> oh. about heart. I've been playing Hearthstone recently. I'm done with Hearthstone yeah. now. I finished yep. what I can finish in Hearthstone. I'm done. I might do the solo challenges, the, the daily, the weekly challenges every now and then. But yeah, Slay the Spire, Jono. What do you? What do you like about it?
0: Um, I, I think I'm liking the challenge of unlocking all the cards for the defect at the moment and getting that robotic character to the end. If I get him to the end of, you know, the, the spiral close to, I know Jace has pointed out to me that the end is not the end. It's just the beginning. Nope, uh, if
1: you were about to say that I'm done once I'm done with him, mate, like you, you're already, you're already in too deep. Yeah.
2: That's sorry, John, right? and That's, I mean, that's that just the adventure. beginning, my
1: friend.
0: But the, these sorts of games always hold my attention for like maybe a month, and then it's like, yeah, I'm done.
1: But you haven't so tasted this before. you haven't tasted the sweet taste of Slay the Spire, my friend. You, you're in. Yeah. You, you remember don't. how addicted I was to Subnautica? That is true. And how but that had an
0: ending. That, that had it? an ending. Yeah. That did have an ending. You're right. There is no right. end. Oh no, the Slay the Spire to me feels a lot like um, FTL, and I jump in and play that every so often, mm-hmm. and I love doing a run of that. I think Slay the Spy will become the same. So, like, I'll enjoy the hell out of it for a month, and then I think it will start to die off, and I'll play it once in a while just to you know, maybe
1: suck an achievement out of it. It's but on, uh, no, it's on really iOS it. it's now. Good. It's on iOS. I'd be playing on I did look it up.
0: Yeah, it's so no, funny. I'm, I'm different with with mobile games. Yeah.
2: I Sorry, I Joe. think I said I think I said the exact same thing. How I can see myself playing this game, you know, once a week forever. Like just how much I loved it, but it just it the, the 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 hooks in that game just that one more and you get so close so you get a little bit further or you get a new card and you're like yep i'm gonna be able to do it and then it's just rubbish at the like not rubbish sorry it's just so hard at the end it, it, it just, oh no yeah. I, that, that that's it, FTL. Broke, it broke me it broke
0: me that, that is totally ftl and i'll go months without playing it and then i'll jump on and play it for a couple of days and then that's it again so yeah we'll see how it goes
1: Hey, do, now, you, uh, do you guys want to hear about Tenet? I'd oh, love yeah. to hear about Tenet. Okay. Um, I would have also loved to heard Tenet, but I couldn't hear it because the soundtrack was so loud. <laughs> um, so, this is my full experience of Tenet. My full experience is this I go to Gold Class for the first time in, what is it, eight months, nine months, I, I, the movies in general, right? But I specifically went to Gold Class, treat myself, see it the best way you treat can see it, and, and for the treat yourself. And so for those those people who don't know what gold class is, in Australia, it is the piece de la resistance. I don't know if I said that right, um, of going to the movie theater. You go to the movie theater, there's somebody at the door. It's the person who takes your tickets, but they're also like nicer than normal. Go ahead, Joe.
2: But, but there's no, like in America, they have like this full immersive cinemas. We have one in Australia where it's like, the seats move and it's missed in the theater. There's none of that but in Gold it's, Class. It's right? not it's that. Just, it's
1: basically yeah. a nice it's movie like a experience theater. where they deliver yes. food, overpriced food to you throughout the course of the movie. So if you're going to go Gold Class, you're usually going to pick some three-hour, four-hour monstrosity.
0: With um, less people.
1: Correct. Well, there's, there's meant to be less people anyway. So I think there's 16 seats in a Gold Class cinema um, and they, there are fully reclining seats. They're very, very comfortable. I promise I'll talk about the movie in a minute. But I went in so, there. I paid my ridiculous amount of money for my drinks and my food. Uh well went with my wife and then we sat down and I went into the cinema and the cinema was dirty. Now that's normal <sighs> for a cinema. No. But we're in COVID times and yeah. forty-five dollars a ticket. So I don't want popcorn on the floor.
2: So I put no, my That's
1: hand Australian dollar And it's so I placed American my, dollars. My, that's, exact, that's the correct exchange <laughs> rates. And then I put my hand on the location where the you you've got your drink. Yeah. And where you put your drinks, your, your tray table, whatever. Uh, it was whatever. Sticky, it, sticky. It was sticky. sticky and, it, it was yeah. from hand. and then on my seat was a napkin with brown stuff on it. That <sighs> I can only hope was chocolate ice cream. So I picked that up. I don't know why. Even that. It was just my reaction. And I just threw it on the floor with the rest of the trash. And then I no. sat in the seat and I sunk into the seat completely. Oh. And, a, and a spring greeted me at the other end. And I went, this isn't right. And so I went downstairs and I said, can I change seats? And they said, I'm sorry, no, we've got restrictions essentially. And that, you know, you can only sit in certain seats and you know, we've got gaps and blah, blah, blah. And I thought, I'm not gonna ruin this. This is the first time I've been in the movies in a long time, I'm looking forward to this movie. I'm not gonna say anything, Jen knew something was up. And I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to enjoy this movie. So I flick up my recliner. That wasn't the only thing that got me in the film. I, I, <laughs> I flicked up the recliner and then I put my feet on it and the recliner just went bah. And the, the thing oh. went sideways and I just had to use my feet to balance. Anyway, as soon as that happened, the movie starts. And the soundtrack this is like This is like a fully movie,
2: immersive movie.
1: Yeah, the sound, this is our version of 4D. It's like 8D. Yes. It's, you feel pain as well. And there's... And so the movie starts and the soundtrack is crazy. Like it's as if you were playing Modern Warfare and you turn your headphones up to 11 and it's just like bop, 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 bop. It completely like just sucks you into the movie. So not only was I physically being assaulted, but audibly I was being assaulted as well by this film. But it just gets you. I'm not going to spoil anything about Tenet. I wish I could tell you more about it. I can't because I actually don't know what happened in the movie. I just know that I sat there for three (laughs) hours and I got Christopher Nolan on and it was just it's so good, like you have to go to the movie. You have to go to the movie to see this, but you're not going to be sure what what it's about. Like it what you saw, yeah. You don't know what you saw.
2: I heard, and I'm hoping this isn't like a, a spoiler that you're trying to avoid. But I heard that the audio is on a separate on a separate speaker systems to the actual rest of the sound of the movie. Um, so the really? Australian theatres don't have the capability to kind of do that. So it's a bit muffled. That's kind so, of part of the problem so that, that people that's, are having with it here. Um,
1: sort of. So what actually happens is um, Nolan mixes films in 5.1. Most people mix films in um, Atmos these days, especially big films, your Marvel movies, and most cinemas yep. can accommodate Atmos, but not every cinema can. A majority of cinemas in the world still only mix in 5.1. And because Nolan is Nolan he's like, well, everybody should experience it the way that I've intended it to be. So I'm gonna down mix it to 5.1. Now the downside to that is that everything is loud. And, and, and the big problem with Nolan films is that, uh, you know, even in uh, Dark Knight and Interstellar, mm-hmm. there are scenes where people are clearly saying something, something or something important, and you can't hear them. You can't hear them over the soundtrack or whatever. And Nolan's always said that was intent, in, intentional. You know, a lot of people who are mixing audio are saying, well, we want you to hear every bit of dialogue but nolan is just like if you get the gist of what they're saying that's enough for me <laughs> bap, 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 bap. and then you know uh, and and that's and that's what it was um i have no problems with the mix but a lot of people had hands over their ears um and uh and they just uh, there's, it's very divisive um i thought it was fantastic but i don't know what i saw oh
2: and i just watched yeah ali and i watched inception on the weekend because i'm not going to the theater the cinema anytime soon so um, what would you say like is this in that kind of range of quality or is this better or Inception is one of the greatest movies I think Uh, for for me,
1: for me, me it's in, it's probably in a similar, it's an experience. Um, Awesome. uh, (laughs) And I would imagine that it is very accurate. There are, as you've probably, have you seen the trailers?
2: Yeah. Bits of it. Very, very practical effects,
1: right? All practical effects and very, very sort of, there's a lot of backwards bits are done on purpose and I imagine it, it messes with your mind. Your your, yeah. your mind can't really process people speaking or moving backwards, but also That's forwards. Cool. Um, so yeah, it's, it's good. I definitely recommend seeing it in however you can see it.
0: All right. Cause we've only a couple more minutes on our episode. Let's just wrap it up with some quick thoughts about, I'm going to sh- shoot out some um, topics and you're going to give me your thoughts on it real quick. So, the rumors of a four K switch. What do you guys think?
2: Yeah, they should. They should call it a switch. Yeah, they got the Switch light. They should call yep. it a Switch Heavy, and not make it portable. <laughs> just plugs into the TV, and there you go. Now you've got your, your your Switch that does everything. You got your Switch that just does handheld. Your Switch that just plays on your TV, and then the, the name just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because why? Why is the Switch lighter thing? Um, <laughs> I, 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 I still. How hot is the thing that to get if it's like four K and it's that tiny? Um, but it'll be cool
0: i still think that's a better naming technique than
1: xbox jace do you have anything dad
2: um uh,
1: yeah i mean look a 4k switch would be cool there are 4k phones the downside is the battery life it's going to absolutely throttle it even if the battery is big enough to be in this thing to be able to play these games it's playing high definition games on a screen that is larger than mobile phones maybe not as big as like the galaxy note but big enough um i won't be getting it personally i I know i won't be but that's just because i don't want to get too many more consoles yeah um but uh but you know it, ha- it had to happen at some point they have to update the console somewhere um and if they're going to do it a oh. be better better screen
0: exactly i guess we'll wait and see um this one's a lot more of a statement than than a questionnaire on you guys but we know an xbox series s is coming microsoft just announced it already i mean hell you've put it on your packaging and <laughs> but
2: can i say yep. that do you do you think that the series s is just could could it possibly be what they're calling the current Xbox they're going to rename it to that because you're right why else has this not been unveiled if it's not going to be something that's just going to disappoint everybody because why why haven't they just come out and said hey this is what it is it's a down scaled version of the Xbox Series X which people will be happy with I imagine because it's going to be a bit cheaper Um, but it'll still play those games like a PC it has a range I'm like is, is it seriously just going to be a rebranding of what they
0: currently have or something. I don't, I don't understand why it's not being. Named. Oh, the up, Xbox, sorry. the Xbox one, one S digital was sad. Was it what sad? Do you call one, it? Yeah. The, sad, the yeah. sad one. Yeah. I mean, it didn't sell that well and maybe that's why they're not announcing it. They're just going to put it out at the same time. And if someone really wants it brilliant, but if they don't, well, yeah, why bother talking about it? The one we're talking about is the
1: series X. Mm,
0: who knows? Jace.
1: Um, the, they've stopped producing the Xbox one X and they yes. haven't stopped producing the Xbox One S. So I, am, so I imagine that the Series S is, again, going to play Xbox Series games. The yep. new logo, the new Xbox, is going to play those sorts of games just slower or whatever. I don't know what it's going to be. Less space, whatever it might... It, it is also half the size. Like, physically, it's half the size. Um, or at least it appears to be in, in all the promotional stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. I feel as though they've stopped they've stopped with the original X, the production, because it's going to confuse people come Christmas time. That's the only reason they've done it.
0: Ah. And there's no yeah. point in yeah. having
1: it on the market anymore either. So then what does that mean for the S? Because there's going to be confusion between the S and the series S if they're still
2: producing the original S. We've been here before with the Wii and the Wii U. It's, it's like lessons have been learned, surely, but obviously not in... After no. this generation, I think confusion like this is the last thing Microsoft needs. And we love, you know, we're, we're the biggest fans in the world or not, but we are of Game Pass and Microsoft that with, with what they've done with that. I just thought they got Resident Evil 7 on Game Pass right now on PC, yeah. which is awesome. Um, I won't play it, but for those people who like scary games, <laughs> no. but um, <laughs> not me. Uh, but yeah, I, I just think it's confusing.
0: Yeah, agreed. Okay, last but not least because um, I know you're more excited about this Joe than I am and I, I think Jace is mildly excited. Um, the new RTX um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Graphics card. Thank yeah. you.
1: Yeah. God, that was hard. I like how you um, mildly <laughs> excited.
2: <laughs> Jace would be pumped about this too, I'm sure. It's the future. Um, of, that, that's like the future of video games there. Um, I know, look at his face was...
0: right now. If you could all see his face right now, it's like kind of
1: like I'm
0: kind of excited, but yeah. no, no, I am I, so
1: so the, the new graphics cards are incredible at an incredible price point. It's like the biggest jump yes. in graphical power since who knows how what. But the fact that the price is is so good. Like you can get yourself a what really is amazing well, so for the thirty uh, thirty eighty, which is not the top top tier, the thirty ninety is, but for the thirty eighty, you can get it for twelve hundred Australian. And I was expecting <laughs> I was expecting two thousand dollars. Yeah. Um, so the fact that it's $900 less than it actually is is amazing. RTX is absolutely the future of games. Pretty light's are a beautiful thing. But as as Joe mentioned earlier, there is a video out there. Just type in RTX marble, and you'll actually get yeah, to see what ray that. tracing is all about. If you want a real crazy. taste of ray tracing, though, what you want to do is you want to get yourself control, made by Remedy, and you want to okay. turn up RTX if you've got an RTX card, like a 2060, 70, or 80. Ooh, um, nice. And, and that, that, looks, that will blow your mind. But the last cool thing about RTX is that for people who don't have souped-up systems, and maybe will go out there and buy themselves a cheaper 2060, 2070, 2080, and they will become cheaper now, um, you can make games that um, are RTX-enabled look significantly better without ruining your system in the process using something called yeah. DLSS. Um, and it's a bigger deal than, than people let, let on. I've got an, a 2060 in my laptop, and I can run um, uh, Death Stranding and Control at 4K and that would not wow. normally be possible. So it's 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 cool cool tech, something to look forward to. Yeah.
0: Congratulations for almost selling me on it. I said almost. So yeah. That that money these days goes to retroaction figures. You can buy two, you so, can buy two <laughs> Xboxes for that. Or, or amount of, three G.I. Yeah. Joes. I know, with the price that they're costing me these days. My God. Um, <laughs> awesome. This has been another fun podcast. Do you, you guys have fun? Always nice Very getting the catch yeah, up Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can find our podcast on versusplayer.com. We also post regularly or semi regularly on Instagram and Facebook. And of course, we'd love to hear you again or get you to hear from us ne- again next week. This has been Jono. This has been Joe.
1: Right in. It's still Jace. Are you sure? Thanks. <laughs> See you, Kevin. This is. Player.